Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to The Mind Unleashed, finally episode 40. Four zero. Welcome. Here we go. Alrighty. Uh, as we always do, we'd like to give a few shout out to our supporters. The first one is going to be Lyft, the ride sharing app. Use our code TMUP for twenty five or $20 off when you do your first ride with Lyft. If you don't have any in the Orlando area, don't worry. Punch our code in and you'll get $5 off for your first four rides. Uh, your first couple rides. So that's $5 a ride. Uh, restrictions do apply and the code might change. Uh, just a heads up. It depends on how many of you use it, stuff like that. Um, also, please check out Dine Arts, or not Dine Arts Video, Cinematic Aerial Services, Cass, Daniel Weisenberg's new company. What he does is drone shooting for um, residential stuff, filmography, you're trying to get a small film off the ground, commercial in the Orlando area. Phenomenal, phenomenal work. Uh, if you are trying to get a home on the market or trying to get it into the real estate market and trying to get it sold, check out him. Use our code, man. Uh, OMI, you'll get $179 per property. He'll hook you up perfectly fine. He also does weddings and stuff like that. And that brings us on to Weiss Productions. Weiss Productions is a locally uh, uh, cinematography company, and he does weddings, special occasions, corporate events, stuff like that. Use our code OMI, and you'll get 20% off when you book your next project package with him. I'll take care of you. Also, check out Strauman Law. Strauman Law was our uh, trademark attorney. For branding and stuff like that, we are officially trademarked as Open Mind Industries for 3D printing. We got our SM, so pretty awesome service mark. Um, and we are trademarked, so that's awesome. Strabble Law hooked us up, really took care of us. We found them on Thumbtack. We really needed assistance to get our trademark done. Um, very affordable, very budget friendly. Uh, he worked with us, uh, at least worked with us pretty well, and I will highly, highly recommend him to the day goes along. <laughs> also, check out Angie Connors. Angie Connors does real estate in the Orlando area and uh, Mount Dora, we're going to be moving to shortly, uh, check her out, if you're looking for a really good real estate agent, we'll be talking to her on a podcast, hopefully in the near future, trying to get that all hooked up, anyway, let's get on to episode 40, sorry about all that, so it has been a while, a week, let's do it, so if you guys tuned in to episode 39 and a half, you saw the live Facebook version of the podcast, really enjoyed that, and uh, the batteries weren't charged, and all the GoPro and stuff like that. But now I have some things to talk about for the week, and I'm probably going to do like two podcasts, three podcasts for the week, just so I can fill up the lifts and account and make sure I use the uh, proper stuff. But what's been going on, man? I pretty much um, been working a little bit, trying to get the cards paid off. Got to pay those credit cards, pay for all the equipment. We're doing for 3D printing and stuff like that. Um, my anniversary came up with my girlfriend on July 4th, so a few weeks prior to that, I did show you guys on... Instagram, the uh, lift of fame that I did for her, her sister who passed away uh, a year ago, but yeah, about, uh, about a year, year and a half ago, almost two years now, passed away unexpectedly due to some health complications in a hospital, um, an aneurysm unfortunately popped inside her chest and yeah, they couldn't stop the bleeding and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, I did a lift of fame for her. I didn't know what to do for the anniversary and it was like, 
shit, what do I do? Do I want to make a lamp, light something to honor, something? But I don't, you know, people with anniversaries, they don't really know what the fuck to do, you know? They're like, okay, and I'll get her candy, chocolate, dick, or that's obvious fucking choice. I mean, we like to do fun things, go to Disney and stuff like that, or um, go do some awkward things, go see shows, plays, stuff like that. Just get out of your own fucking skin, because I love getting out of my skin meeting new people, trying new food, stuff like that. That's my goal. I don't like to uh, do the same thing that everybody else is doing, you know. Um, that's why I like making and building and doing what I'm doing with Open Mind. Um, we're, we're changing the norm, um, and I believe everybody should, you know, develop and try to change that a little bit. Um, so what I decided to do, it took about three weeks in planning. I knew the anniversary, our anniversary was coming up pretty quick, so I was like, shit, what do I want to do? And I had a 3D print project in mind. So what I did, I saw a Liptofane project uh, from 3D Printing Noob on uh, YouTube. And I saw a few other things that I really like. I explored YouTube a lot to learn some uh, pitch logic and stuff like that. Um, some CAD modeling. And that's where I learned some, a lot of my stuff. And I learned some of my own stuff in the hubs and, and the you know maker hubs, stuff like that. And I share a lot of knowledge that I'm learning with other makers and communities and stuff like that. Anywhere I can. Um, because it's the right thing to do. It's and I at first I thought, you know, keep the shit to yourself. But at the same time, it's not how I've been learning. I've been learning from other people, especially on uh, Instagram too. I've met a lot of makers that are really fucking awesome. That are the same. They they run companies too, and they're like, you know what? Throwing me knowledge, and I'm throwing them knowledge. Things that they're learning, and it's. I think that's the way builders, makers in general like to. We don't share everything, but we share what we like to share if it's a, a little settings tip or it's tips and tricks we'd love to share that because you know it's like why why be a dick why not show some knowledge because knowledge needs to be fucking shared especially in the maker community because that's kind of a dying breed from what i'm finding out um but yeah i saw that on uh his uh, 3d printing noob if you guys want to check him out um look up lift of fans uh and that's why i kind of thought and i thought that's a pretty cool video on how he did it now i forget the website name i don't have it really written down but i will put that in my um my documentary and I'll show you on how the hell I created it. I ended up using a lot of different programs to create the Liptofane um, and it was pretty interesting how I did it but there's a website if you have photos um, you can take the photo run it through the program on the uh, web browser and then it shoots you out a Liptofane. Now Simplified 3D offers you the same thing um, you just gotta do an invert invert on the take a photo and turn, turn it into a 3D model it pretty much does essentially the same thing that this program does. And it was pretty simple doing it. The hardest part of getting it to do elliptophane um, was making sure the black and white ratio was taken care of, invert, um, uh, turning the positive to a negative, which the program on the thing tells you to do. And the guy walks you right through it. He's amazing. And I'll make sure to put his name to his description. A really, really cool 3D printing noob. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I've been up since uh, 4 o'clock a.m. Um, so, um, check him out. What he showed was like turning to positive to negative, and then you want to, want to turn this and this and this. Um, but once I figured out like how to do it, and then it was not only that, but getting your settings just right. Um, you want to make sure if you're taking, it's got to be a, a black and white for it to come out just beautifully. A colored photo won't work as well. It's not going to pop as hard when it's 3D printing. If you're doing black and white and you want to go 100% infill on the infill and let it print. What I did is a 0.1 layer height on the uh, CR10 Mini and it 
freaking worked phenomenally. I'm using um, Solotech uh, filament PLA. I have a 221 on the extruder and zero heat on the bed with glue stick and glass and I'm just making sure it's nice and tacky. Uh, I used rafting and it printed again beautifully. A 48 hour print for her and it was pretty much what I wanted to do was like, okay, I was going to make like a box light like that and put like the photos like that. And I was like, cool, I should put like the light and then it will shoot up in the air and it will look beautiful. Then I thought, you know, that's not really working out well. And I went to go play with Fusion 360 from Autodesk, which I'm using for the company and stuff like that. We're on the entrepreneur license, and you'll be learning how to use that. But I'm realizing, okay, this doesn't work like 123Design did with Autodesk. And it's the same company, essentially. They are the same company. Because Autodesk, you can pretty much, uh, what I call kit bashing, which model makers, if you hear Adam Savage's tested podcast, stuff like that, kit bashing. And that was when. You know, model makers would find kits, you know, model kits. Okay, I need this part from this kit or that kit. And they would just cut it off with a Dremel or a little Sawzall and stick it to other things that they were making, which meant kit bashing. And I think uh, one, two, three design allows you to do that without having to go through all the heavy settings and shit like that. You could just slam models together. And then when you're done, you go to export, you can come hit combine model and it just like glues them together into a solid mesh. Um, Went through all that. <sighs> Super tired. Um, sorry about that. Uh, kit bashed it beautifully well, and then I was like, "Why isn't one two three design working?" It was giving me some issue. Luckily, I had an old copy because I know one two three design is now out of circulation. No longer, Autodesk kind of doesn't support it. It's hard to kind of get an actual copy. Luckily, I have the actual files on uh, backup for that just in case reason. I was like, you know, it's good to have all these files against computer does. So before that my fucking computer wiped because I was trying to <laughs> bootleg. I need to stop fucking bootlegging. Um, we're not rich at all, so it's hard to buy programs and shit when you're not making enough money to pay for your rent and yeah yeah yeah. And you're trying to run a company. Um so I told Fernesco who did our logo and stuff like that and I've had a talk with him. I said, Hey man, I'm looking to get, you know, um probably ZBrush pretty soon can you get me a copy for um, Windows? So he ends up getting me, finding me a copy of a torrent and shit like that, and I go to go download it. It goes on my hub or something like that, my email or something like that. So I go to go download it. You know, you know, if you're a fool, like a software and shit, you know the routine, turn your antivirus off, stuff like that. So I get to fucking installing this thing. Oh my God, it had so much fucking malware and so many bugs that I was just like, it, it, putting programs on my old hard drive, so... That was no fucking bueno. My hard drive ended up just crashing in general. It didn't kill the hard drive. I just had to really just flash to, like, wipe the hard drive perfectly clean and then put a clone copy of my original hard drive back onto this one. So, I did a full clean of the old hard drive, fully wiped it, clean, fresh new slate, um, and then installed the old one. So, I was like, never again. <laughs> but I ended up, I'll tell you in a little bit what I ended up doing later down the road. Anyway. So I was like, shit, I lost the photos for my, you know, my girl. So I can't really do the project I wanted to work on. Well, thank God I had a backup on our hub, our actual hub, you know, and stuff like that. We have it at the house. And because I had to back up her phone, which passed away her parents. Uh, my girlfriend's parents were like, hey, you know, we're, would you mind backing it up if you can? Her dad works for a company that looks for parts for devices and stuff like that. He actually helped build the Ring doorbell. He found the cameras for Ring. If you guys use the Ring doorbell at all. 
Um, so he's pretty much a part, a part finder for companies. Like if they need a certain light bulb for a certain car, the, he goes to buy, he goes to purchase them and shit like that. So I ended up backing up her sister's phone after she passed away. And it, like I said, it was unexpected. So it was like they wanted to keep everything they could. And luckily a friend of mine who does work for Apple was hesitant. But at the same time, he was a super cool friend of mine. I was like, hey man, I don't mean to bother you. I know there's programs out there to do this illegally and legally. Uh, is there a program I can just grab all the text messaging, everything like that from her phone, and then hang on to it? Because what happened was, like, they wanted to keep everything they could from the phone. You know, it's just like, you know, they wanted to pull everything they could away from it. And But he was super cool about it. And he said, yeah, man. He goes, um, he goes, there is a program. I'll send you for a, a copy and stuff like that. I'll give you the key and stuff like that. So you can explain the whole situation about her sister passing away. He was very uh, helpful with that. And he said, you know what? He goes, yeah, here's, there's a program out there. It's called... Uh, I think it's iExplore or something like that. And he said, that, that will recover everything you need from the iPhone and, and stuff like that. So I was able to um, pull a lot of stuff up that, that they were needed, or photos and stuff like that, emails, stuff like that. That was really uh, sensitive and vital for her. But um, from there, I had a copy of the old photos, which were her uh, her sister at the Hogwarts Express, you know, and uh, Gringotts, if you get been over to the Universal Orlando version, and then the, uh, I think Hollywood's got a version too now. And so does Singapore and Japan. Um, um, but pretty much, my buddy Michael Pernescu, who you guys know as our OMI multimedia guy, who does a lot of our media and stuff like that, helps me out with the media, and like, hits me up, and I'm like, hey man, I, what do I do here? What, you know, he goes up with the logo and stuff like that. He built the freaking logo, so it's copyrighted, don't use it. <laughs> uh, but Mike, I ended up sending him and said, you know what, let me see if I can, I found the old photos, and I said, hey man, um, computer crashed, uh, it's been like two days, but everything's back to normal again, all the hot updates are new in the hard drive, but I said, here's a photo of her sister at Gringotts, can you um, Photoshop this, before I even texted him, I have two friends, I have Dan and Weisberg, who I keep talking about, who can Photoshop a fucking, he's amazing at what he does, he's great. And I was like, I can hit up Daniel, and Daniel can probably do this in two seconds, but let me hit up Mike and see what Mike's talents are. Because Photoshop allows you to apparently take people out of photos, but it needs to be a sequence of photos of the same photo. So about 60, maybe, or 70 of as many photos as you have. And then it compresses the photo into a singularity as a clean photo. Uh, it takes a bit of time to, re to render and stuff like that. So I said, all right, I don't only have, like, one photo. Maybe we can kind of brush her out or move around. So Michael was able to take the original photo that we had and then move her to another spot. I guess he we did use the original photo and then we moved her a little bit to it into his perfect spot where there's nobody there and it had a nice color. The problem is with the original photo of her, it, it still had a lot of the lighting and stuff like that um, with the sun where it was hitting. So when he moved her back a little bit, you could see where we had to do some color changes, but um, we kept her as realistic and... Um, you know, loving as we could, and it came out really good. So from there, with the lift of fame, like I said, you needed I needed to take that original photo. And Mike guy, he really didn't like that photo. He was like, man, he's like, he's like, I don't mean to sound like an ass, but this photo is not really well done. It's not really done. DPI is fucking horrible on it. And Michael's a piece of photography too. He takes a lot of photos, and he's just like, the DPI is horrible. And I might be wrong with that word, but um, he's like, man, the density and the pixels are just are just bad. He goes, I'll do what I can. But he, he made a quick cut, he took a cutter out of the photo and then moved her a little bit so we can get a clean, you know, spot for her. And then render her into it. And um, once we did that, Michael sent me back a copy through my email. And then I was able to go to the iPhone, this guy here, and literally um, go into my color grade and literally darken her. Like, 
play with the lighting, play with the black and white balance, contrast balance, and really blend that photo in just beautifully. Um, so it looks really good. But with Liptophanion, like I said, it needs to be black and white, and that's what made the 3D printer say, okay, I need 100, you know, darker info here, you know, heavier info, lighter info here, lighter, you know. So it knew, you know, what the color gradients needed to be. So when the light, you know, flashlight or your backlight hits that Liptophane, it's going to just show beautifully. It's going to see all the rendering and the color and the texture. It's just amazing. But the project took me, like, fucking, like, like, three to four days to fucking do. And it's like, I was literally having a problem with Fusion. I took them around on Fusion. I'm like, okay, how do you combine objects? How do you combine objects? It was nothing like one, two, three design. I was like, what the fuck? So, um, from there, I literally, you know, getting down to zero hour, you know, I kept praying my girl was not going to come. Dana wasn't going to run into the house. I was like, hey, I'm here. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, something's printing on a 3D printer. You can see it, you know. Of course, you're going to ask what I'm printing. She always likes to see what I'm printing and working on. But this was a gift for her, you know, something I wanted to really put my heart and soul into. So, what happened was, is, um, I was going to do the square lighting technique. I ended up cutting up, doing a photo with her. And we were by the castle. She had a private one that I, I took, uh, changed the rendering on that to black and white and stuff like that. Made it really look beautiful. And I was like, that's cool. But, you know, it's kind of good to keep her out of it. So what I did is the program online allows you to do curvatures on them. So I did one curvature here, one curve like that, and one curve like that. And I did a photo, one her one photo, and then a Ravenclaw logo which turned that you know that was a photo and then the other one and then what i did is i said okay now that i know that one two three designs working again i you know i downloaded the old software ran fine blended it together stuck it together i ended up making a base and then i was went online to a thing which most 3d modelers do and i i look around there i look for a lot of good model makers and people that like just to just blend and build shit and um i saw a wand holder so i typed in wand holders i was like anybody wand holders you know logos, stuff like that, um, and luckily this person made a really good wand holder to custom made, it was kind of two Griffins holding you know, with the wand holder curvature behind the neck, so I said, alright, that looks cool, but I really don't need the Ravenclaw, I don't really need the Rick and Ravenclaw or the Gryffindor seal with it, so I ended up downloading that, and um, luckily they just had the base thing, like one part one and part two, so I took that and I put that into uh, NetFab, which is a slicer it fixes up any kind of holes or meshes and stuff like that that I found out about years ago when I started getting into it from Alan over at Milwaukee Studios and I ended up taking a slice underneath the feet and took the grippings off and was able to move those into my own model I made a plate, a basic plate and I ended up putting, ended up typing her girl, uh, her sister's name into it and putting Hogwarts alumni because on her shirt it said Hogwarts alumni and then uh, I printed the base and then model separate because the uh, the photos were already printing out that day, and that took about 40, it said 48 to 50 hours, and I was like, wow, it's 0.1 layer height, and uh, I cranked the speed down to about 70, you know, millimeters, and it was really, it was just, I won't say sluggish, it was just printing beautifully, and it's a good, people love to print fast, and I keep telling people to print fucking slow, man, take your time. Learn the filament. I've learned this filament very well. Now. I'm really, really loving this PLA. And I, I didn't think I'd like PLA as much as I do. I'm more of an ABS guy. But um, until I get enclosures and find better PLA, like Hatchbox or something like that, um, I'm going to kind of keep playing around with some PLA. PLA, I know a lot of model makers like to use it because it's easy to mold from. And it's easy just to, it's biodegradable. 
Uh, later, later down the road, you could just toss it in the trash or grind, grind it up really well because it's corn. It's not going to biodegrade after a few years. It, it really can hold itself. A lot of people like using it in their computer parts and stuff like that. Uh, ABS is what most people like to use, but PLA is what model makers love to use. It's easily to work with. It's just easy to print with. Very, very clean. Great, great prints, stuff like that. Uh, but that was printing, and then I ended up doing checking out. I got a light from Amazon, like a water light. That goes in your pool or whatever. It's like it floats around like a little thing, and that was a few bucks, like seven bucks for one of those. And I had a color-changing uh, LED diode and stuff like that with controller, and uh, that worked out really, really well. So I ended up checking it with the GoPro and did a time lapse, which I'll be posting later on this this week when I'm somewhat not too fucking busy. <sighs> Excuse me. Um. But came zero hour, and I really wanted to show everybody the photos of this project I've been working on. Could not show it, could not, you know. My girlfriend follows me on Facebook through our company page and stuff like that to support me and stuff like that. And what we do, she's very big advocate, biggest advocate I probably have. My mom, too, and family is big, they're big advocates of like what we do, and they're like, you do the podcast, you know, they'll be loving that. You do what you do, you're learning more shit, you're teaching people stuff to do. It's awesome. Um, but anyway. <laughs> so it was kind of hard. I had friends, a few friends that knew about it at work, and I was like showing them. Mike knew about it more than anybody. I was showing him some stuff, and he was like, "This is cool shit." The minute I turned the light on, I said, "You got to see this." And he went, "Oh, holy shit!" You know, because he didn't. He didn't even know. He's like, "Man, it looks like garbage." He finally sent me the rendered full copy of the photo that he did, re-remixed and shit like that. Cleaned it up really good. And he goes, "I go, well, too fucking late now." And he goes, "Why?" I said, "Well, it's already printing, and I'm already halfway done." I said, it's already been printing for about almost, you know, 40, 24, 48 hours, almost 50 hours now. And uh, Mike goes, oh, shit, okay. So he goes, oh, how's it coming out? So finally, when it was finished, I was able to turn the LED on it and shoot, you know, and show him a video of it. And he, he wrote back fucking immediately going, wow. He goes, that's fucking outstanding. And uh, it came up pretty good. And um, what I found out afterwards, once I surprised her with it, I didn't know how to surprise her with it. And it's kind of hard when you do fucking projects for people. You're like, okay, how does, how do you surprise someone without, you know, pissing them off or, you know, kind of making them upset? And I was like, okay, I have a lot of Amazon boxes lying around because I had a couple orders that had to come in. Uh, glue and shit like that, you know, et cetera, uh, for some other stuff. And I said, all right, man, I got an old Amazon box. All high, I got a lot of packing. So I'll just put this in here with the light. So I have a controller. I could put like, a little sign on it, said, but it has my name on the box. So I was like, Day of anniversary happens. It's zero hour. I did it. I completed it. Glued it with uh, Gorilla Glue, uh, Super Glue, which I highly recommend. I need to get some more accelerant to accelerant the um, the uh, thing. I think it's just they said baby powder and uh, a little bit of Telson powder, baby powder, and you just dip it with the thing, rub it on, and it just it speeds that uh, curing process already up. Anyway, get that to zero hour. Box is closed. I call her. She tells me something. She's like, you know, I'm ready on It's coming anniversary. We haven't really picked anything to do. I said, all right, let's just, you know, we'll go see The Incredibles. We haven't seen The Incredibles yet. We've been dying to see that. And it's been a few weeks, so my friends have already seen it and told me at work how good it was. So I was like, all right, it's my time. We'll go see that. And then we will go do dinner and that, you know, that will be our anniversary. So we ended up going um, to see The Incredible. Before that, we, she ended up coming by. I ended up lying to her and saying, Hey, a package came, you know, she has a credit, her credit card on my file for Amazon. I said, yeah, my mom or somebody ordered a package for you, you gotta come check this out. That was the hardest fucking thing to kind of, like, convince. She's like, 
what do you mean? And she's like, what do you mean? Like, I, I wouldn't expect anything. Like, my backpack, what the fuck, you know? She ordered to send on a backpack a while back to get it repaired. She gave my address. Anyway, <laughs> she goes, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm running low on funds, or I just paid rent, all this shit. So I, I was like, okay, let's keep her. I was like, I don't know. I was like, um, it didn't come off your credit card. It came off somebody else's credit card. Don't worry about it. But if I can just hear with your name on it, she comes on in. She's like, can I heat it or anything? She's all excited, but I said, hey, the fact that it was on your bed, you know, I played it out so smoothly and well. I said, hey, you know, open it up. And I recorded it, it's on Instagram. But it, I didn't, it's filmed correctly, but Instagram likes to zoom in on photos and shit, I don't know why. But I was trying to zoom, hit the zoom out button on Instagram, but I don't know what the hell it did. I don't feel like reposting them. I, I will once I do the full documentation, but... Um, so she opens it up, and uh, everybody on Instagram was like, oh, it's fucking awesome. Uh, she opens it, hey, my name, my name's not on the box. I went, oh, it's not. It's like, no, your name's on the box. I said, maybe you should open the box. There's something in the box. She opens it up, and, uh, you know, she, she goes, what? This is cool, you know, not really. She can see what it is. You know, it's a, you know, she can tell it's old photos of her sister. She really can't, you know, that's cool. You know, that's, that's cool. I said, well, there's a light in the box. You know, pull the light out. She pulls the light out. She goes, what the hell did I do this? And I was like, go here, just go there. I said, take the light, stick it on, you know, behind that, and then turn the light on with the controller. And then she does that. She just freaked out and was just happy as hell. And a few minutes later, she just started bawling. But uh, had a few tears come out of her eyes, but she was like, that was a cool thing. So later down the day, I found out that, uh, oh, I knew before that. I asked her a sneak little text message. I'm like, you know, what house was your sister in? Are you in? She goes, I was always in Ravenclaw. My sister related to all of them, you know. But she stuck more to Gryffindor. We never really knew what she really wanted. She liked Gryffindor and stuff like that. So thank God I had the Gryffindor in front because it should have been. But it was all cool or, you know, stuff like that. She goes, no, you know, my sister was more, she liked all the houses. She was more, she said she was Gryffindor, but I believe she was more Ravenclaw. I may be wrong, but it is what it is. But the griffins are holding, there's a wand holder with the thing, so that holds the wand, so there's your griffins, and then there's the ravenclaw and stuff like that, and the photos of her. So it really played off in the end. Um, the Incredibles was fucking amazing. We really enjoyed the hell out of that. We stayed all the way to the end with other people when they were grown-ass people like ourselves, you know, in the movie. Surprisingly, there wasn't a lot of crazy kids. We all decided, I think we were like, probably a lot of the adults were in there, like, we're all grown now. It's, you know, the movie's been forever. And, uh, like the Pixar was like, hey guys, we know it's been a while. Samuel Jackson popped up, a lot of the actors talked up, was like, we know it's been a while, it's been this many years, but it took a while for us to build this. Now they can fucking do it in, in days and weeks, they can do an animation film and just want all the computers and shit they can do. It takes time to get it rendered and shit like that, but that's, that's, uh, anyway, amazing film. I think a couple couples and stuff like that all waited till the end, and, uh, everybody turned to everybody else and go, Y'all waited till the end, too? We said, yeah. So you, you never know what movies nowadays, you know. Marvel, you know, did it to everybody. Marvel, everybody does that Marvel effect, you know. But, great movie. And before the movie starts, now there has to be, like, a warning epilepsy thing. Because that one scene, holy shit, I don't have epilepsy. But, man, my eyes were hurting, too. It was like, brrrr, So bad with just strobe effects. Oh, my God. If you had epilepsy, I could see why. I think one kid ended up having it. That's why Disney had to quickly stop the film and then put a quick epilepsy note inside the beginning. Like, warning, if you have epilepsy, you might not want to fucking watch it or close your eyes, you know, uh, as the scene's going off. Uh, it was it was, it was was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. I can't believe Pixar didn't really either turn that down or didn't, you know, at the time, you don't really, you don't really think about that until 
it happens. Um, but movie was good. Um, what else did we end up doing? Uh, we did a movie. We ended up going out for dinner. And we ended up going to we ended up deciding going to Red Lobster or something like that. We did something. We went around. We ended up going to Red Lobster. It was kind of funny because like it was like dead. I said, you know, it's already this time. We might as well go out to get some dinner and we'll be home by eight and relax and stuff like that. See, watch a movie, which we ended up seeing watching Monty, Monty Python: The Holy Grail. Which everybody who's probably listening goes, "Holy shit, great movie!" <laughs> um, she didn't like it that much. She didn't really understand it. It wasn't really clicking her, her brain, but that's that's cool. Some people, I warned her before. I'm like, she's going to watch Monty Python. Okay, well we can watch that. But anyway, we're at, um, um, we're at lobster, and we get we got. Something we had for our, my birthday, and we had to find our bar, the bartender that we were serving us because they had already kind of low on staff that day, and they were getting ready for the you know Fourth of July and stuff like that. Um, apparently, some dude walked out on a hundred and forty-five dollar, a hundred sixty-dollar bill that he created. Like an Asian family, like walked out of and walked out. It was like, how the fuck did you dine and dash on a hundred and sixty-dollar bill? Like, dude, that's that's crazy, you know. But I'm pretty sure they had, they had security cameras and shit, but everybody was like, hey, did you get cash from that guy? And she's like, no. Did he give you a credit card? No. It's like, oh, shit. So a couple, a couple of the families were, like, around that table, too, and they're like, yeah, they just got up and left. You know, I was like, damn, I wish I had the balls to do that, but I never would, you know. It's not something you want in your conscience. Stuff like that. Um, That was a, you know, fun story for the anniversary. But we got home, watched Monty Python Holy Grail. I explained it to her that she probably wouldn't understand it. But this is why people laugh at certain parts. Yada yada yada. It just kind of threw her off a little bit, and she was tired. But she, it, it's Monty Python. Not everybody gets it. Um, but yeah, that was our anniversary. Kind of wanted to explain what that what I was doing that week. Let's see what time we got. Holy shit, thirty minutes. <laughs> well, at least I had something to talk about. I think I had anything to talk about. Anyway, let me go deeper into uh, some topic. Um, so. Again, I'm with 3D Printing News. I ended up getting the Wacom tablet, which is 39 and a half, episode 39 and a half. I ended up purchasing it. I'm going to show it to you guys. Finally able to play with it on the desktop. I don't have a very strong computer. Uh, and I ended up playing on my... my um, I don't have it on the MacBook, because MacBook I just use for editing and stuff like that. Made that perfectly clear to myself that, hey, that's just for editing and getting my shit done and podcasting. Um, it just works phenomenal. I think I like that idea better than I ever did. But... Um, Started using Awaken, finally learned how to use it, learning how to use it. Fucking phenomenal Wacom tablet. Oh my god, I don't know why I waited so long. I know why I did, because I was looking at the bamboo, I was looking at a few other ones, Intuos and stuff like that. I ended up going with the Intuos, went to Amazon to go get it. Um, I know that... <sighs> Excuse me. Um, the other version came with ZBrush Core, and I looked at the ZBrush Core for a little bit. My buddy Trent Ward, who runs Ward FX, who does his own makeup stuff, and then he works for Universal Orlando for Hollywood Hornets. Uh, every occasion that he can, he works for a couple other makeup people for some of their prop and effect shops. And he got now gotten a 3D printing. He's learning it himself, and I'm able to share some of my knowledge with him the best that I can. I, I'm not. I never said I was professional at this stuff. I'm still learning, and I went online. A lot of people are still learning. As a, you can be claimed you're a 3D professional, you're not. Things change, settings change, materials change. It's a constant evolution of materials, time, motors, shit like that, and techniques, um, but yeah, the Wacom, man, I ended up going, I think it was about a hundred and, was it 199, well, 100, something like, something like that, it was 
wasn't cheap, but it wasn't overly pricey either. And I got the medium-sized version, so I'm able to... Was it medium or small? It's big enough for me. I'm not learning how to use it. I'm on my palm on it and stuff like that. One-to-one -one rendering with the, with the pen and stuff like that. And it just... Wow, is it, is it a game changer? Holy shit, I started playing with it. Doing a, um, It came with two... Uh, if you ordered the Bluetooth version, which is the newest version, the Intuos, uh, it came with um, two programs. But if you ordered the... I think medium you got the like four programs with it and I ended up just choosing two a, a painting program and then a comic program so you can like and learn how to paint and stuff like that and see what the really the rendering time is and it was pretty much one the one um, the one thing I was really kind of pissed about was I wanted to learn kind of ZBrush and I was like do I really want to spend an extra uh, you know send it back and then spend like you know for I think I spent like 99 on it, and then if I think the other older year version, year ago version, was um, 199 for Zebra. It came with ZBrush Core, and then it was the older version that everybody was like, it's okay, but you're better off going with the newer one if you want Bluetooth and stuff like that. And <laughs> being that I'm going to be on the go, you know, a lot, with going to work and home and stuff like that, you know, coming in the near future. I was like, it's good to have something in the car so I can kind of just sketch out or sculpt and stuff like that. But I ended up typing, hitting up ZBrush, uh, ProLogic, PixelLogic. And I said, you know what, what the fuck, man? It's better to hit them up than not hit them up at all. See if they offer, like, a, a free version, like, a free version for entrepreneurs or whatever like that. Because a lot of companies do. A lot of companies are like, hey, you know, we're willing to work with you. We're willing to work with us. You know, here's the, here's the, the ruling behind that. You'll get an eight-month trial or something like that. Um... And I ended up writing a, like a nice little email and stuff like that. I was like, hey, do you guys offer a discount or anything for entrepreneurs or anything that kind of does pro bono work, which I do. I do a lot of fucking pro bono work. Wish I got paid more for what shit I do. Uh, but I don't. It's just, I have a big heart and I wish my people were big with their wallets, but they're not. It is what it is. Um, anyway, so I had a pro logic, talked to them, you know, writing a nice email. And I said, hey, you know, is there, do you guys offer a trial solution or they're like, and they're like, yeah, we don't offer, and they wrote me like a day day back, and it wasn't really a mean email or anything, but it was just like, hey, yeah, we don't offer any discount or trials for ZBrush Core. We do understand that um, you, the the tablet that you were looking at, we know we know which one you're talking about, yada, yada, yada. But unfortunately, yeah, we're, we, we're willing to do, uh, at the end of the day, we, we can't help you. We really can't help you. The best thing we can kind of offer and to help you out is to do a payment plan like fifty dollars. I think it was a payment plan that meant okay, you pay chunk, 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 and then we give you the software. And I'm like, well, what the fuck good is that? I'm like, I might as well just save money up now and just fucking you know work a couple more shifts to kind of afford this program. And ZBrush Core is like hundred and fifty dollars on their site and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, it's not a, it's a bare bones kind of how to sculpt thing. It's more meant for like 3D printers and people that do sculpture and stuff like that. But I figured, you know, learning that and then being able to do crutch handles and stuff like that and be able to sculpt freehand into, into clay and be able to turn that into a 3D model and then print it out, that would be a big game changer for me instead of using CAD. I love using CAD and learning, I'm still learning CAD. CAD's a lot to can learn with people. They're learning all these new techniques and how to curve things and, and, and make sure they're components, not components, uh, making sure the model is wireframe correctly stuff like that um playing with it loving it 
but I ended up hooking it up on the, I said, fuck it, man, I get a little bit extra change, I can kind of, you know, if I invest into it now, later on in life, I can even, like, next year, I can, I can write it up in taxes at a program, which you can do, which is cool, so it's something I use every day, I'm starting to learn it now, but the biggest concern on the um, work laptop, because it's not a very good work laptop, because I'm kind of broke like that, um, I ended up sticking 8 gigs into the laptop, and it runs pretty well, fired up ZBrush Core, and it runs pretty freaking smooth, no issues, used the tablet on it, uh, Wacom tablet ran fine, uh, the only thing that I have to say that runs a little bit sluggish on, even on my desktop, which got like 16 gigs of RAM, is, um, is the, uh, Fusion 360, because it's rendering so much and moving, the more components you add, the crazier, it, it's like, okay, I gotta, we gotta render this in, in color and shit like that, you know, it's better to, I have it set for the best settings, but still, it's, people have said that too, even with, uh, 123 Design, it's, very sluggish when you try to add more components into a, the model because it's trying to render it all for you in high definition. Um, it's that's just the way the program is. But um, yeah, man, what the hell was the Wacom tablet when I, I needed it? But I talked to a friend of ours over at the Horror Makeup Show who is a makeup artist and he does a lot of the Halloween horror stuff. He does a lot of the makeup and they've been doing it. He's been doing it for a decade. Um, he's been in the industry for a long time. He's worked on a couple Hollywood films you know, stuff like that, really, really nice guy, but I ended up talking with him, and I said, hey, man, I felt like I gotta wake him, and he goes, yeah, I said, yeah, he goes, I said, I'm really excited, super kind of nervous, you know, he, he doesn't do 3D printing himself, but he thinks it's cool technology, he thinks that, he, he likes to look at my work, and I like to, we like to geek about it, and stuff like that, but uh, he, I was talking to him about ZBrush, and he's like, oh, man, that's gonna be a big game changer for you, definitely, he's like, have you played with it, because he, he's used the, he's used the, like, the, the big tablet Wacom's, so he's used, like, the digital ones, and he's like, man, He's like, that's a fucking game changer within itself, you know, man. And I was like, that's going to be fucking cool. So, um, played with it on the laptop. I haven't really played with that too much because this week I've been really busy. But the goal is to take my laptop to work and get some work done there while I'm waiting to clock in or just, you know, have these toilet or something like that. I can get some work done for like an hour. Um, and work on. But what I did is I ended up working on a coworker's hand grip again, and that's on Instagram too. And I had to, since the fucking computer wiped, I lost the file to that, so I had to really rebuild it. And it wasn't hard to do, it was just a fucking square, but it was just trying to find the infill speed. And I had a rendering, I had the rendered uh, G-code file on the uh, micro SD card on the CR10, but I could not pull up the fucking original, like, what my settings were on it. So I literally had to, um, go online, I went to, like, look, I typed in, like, on Google or Yahoo, it was, like, uh, G-code viewer or something like that. Something came up, it was, like load the file up and it pulls up all the g-codes so you can read it carefully and they like C++ or something like that and luckily it like pulls it all up for me in like layman's terms and I was reading through it carefully and I found out what the um, fill density was and, and fill density was and so like that so I was able to really refix it and then um, getting NinjaFlex to print properly again was a kind of a bitch but finally figured that out ended up making a few fuck ups so I ended, I ended up using uh, the fuck ups to do, um, I just left them as, uh, little mouse pads or, uh, coasters for my coffee tables, <laughs> I think that's the best way of using a recycled 3D, uh, TPU print, but anyway, my coworker seems to really be loving it, I ended up getting it on her cane, or she was out without her one cane for a couple weeks, couple days, but she wasn't upset about it, she's like, if you're gonna do it right, you're gonna do it right, so, um, we just cleaned up the bottom of the thing, I printed it really well, a little bit longer, you know, so it's long enough, but on the side you need it to curve under, 
but it, that didn't work out too well uh, because of the way the cane, the handle set up. So I ended up taking the exacto knife and trimming a lot of that down, and then trimming it, sculpting it to the uh, grip, which apparently I, one of the the guy I was just talking about he ended up do, doing a favor for me. He ended up trimming, setting down the uh, bottom of the cane a little bit of her grip, so it'd be a little more more comfortable. But other than that, she loves it. She's it's been a uh, day three, day four with it back up in her hand. She's loving it. Gives her a lot of relief from her carpal tunnel and stuff like that. But that's my goal with the Wacom is like being able to 3D, 3D sculpt in clay, um, you know, digital clay, and then being able to turn that into a 3D model to where I can render that, you know, 3D print that in PLA or a TPU, which I'm loving, NinjaFlex, um, which I owe those fucking guys a lot. Uh, JN and uh, Arius Poppies, but I believe both of those people I maybe have left the company. But uh, if there are listening or they're around, still from the bottom of my heart, thank you so fucking much for giving me that chance to use your... Uh, filament and trying it out and just man it was a fucking game changer still a game changer but the goal is to do um, a new pair of grips myself with texture and then I know me and John were working on but John's been so fucking busy with his stuff and and just a real, real life for him and we talked through the internet and shit like that so he's been really really busy he said he owes me he owes me a goddamn life is what he pretty much told me the other day um but um yeah, my goal is to like make some texture with the ZBrush. So I have Friday and Saturday off, so I should be able to sit down for a little bit and play with that and learn it some more, learn some of the tools. Um, but I can't wait. And then sh my buddy Shane, who I was talking about, who does make the horror makeup stuff, uh, he just wants to commission me or work with me to either get a mask printed for him that he wants to do, like, like he wants to do a mask. That he's already got the kind of thing, but he doesn't have a 3D scanner, and I don't have a 3D scanner. So if anybody out there has knows of a good company here in Orlando or in the Florida area, that's pretty reasonable, or knows of anybody with like a good 3D scanning, let me know at openmindindustries at gmail.com. I've already found a company here in Orlando. Not sure how it is. I do want to talk with a company called Peel 3D. Um, they're around. They've got a few hundred likes on their page, stuff like that. I talked to them before on Facebook, and they're really, really cool. But I haven't seen much of their um, stuff, but I'm really looking for it. I mean, their their scanners like I think uh, forty nine hundred dollars. Um, that's not fucking cheap either. That's a good you know computer. But uh, I feel like hitting them up and seeing if I can get maybe get a loaner loaner units to try out or really really I want to get their their name out there like I did fucking Snapmaker. Snapmaker fucking blew up and now they're doing great. They don't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> now that they blew up, but uh, I hit them up the other day. Snapmaker and they're actually a really good company too. If you guys are looking to get an all-in-one 3D printer that's going to do for a maker, little maker fair or whatever, laser, you know, laser etching and stuff like that, or um, CNC or something like that, um, check out fucking Snapmaker, man. Really, really good printer. I still want to have somebody from there on the podcast, but no one's gotten back to me. I can always hit them up again. I've hit them up a couple of times, and at the time, they weren't ready. They, they even told me they weren't ready for an interview or something like that because they were just busy getting fucking units up through Kickstarter. But, uh... Yeah, I hope that they, they do they do remember who I am. They have talked to me a couple of times, but my goal, like I said, I'm an R, we're an R and D company. We're here to find uh, companies' projects that would work benefit for those with able and able bodies, and we're trying to find certain filaments just like that. You know, I don't want to be the 3D printing nerd. I want to be Ali and just do my thing. But the 3D crutches of planning a fucking building slowly but surely. There's a few other things I want to build slowly but surely, but it takes time. It takes time. But having everybody here listening to the podcast and it's it's fun to do that. Um, what else do I want to talk about this week? Let me just check my notes before I sign off for the night. Because I want to do another podcast later throughout the week. 
Uh, yep, anniversary present, zebraship. I pretty much talked about all that. Holy crap. Oh, well, so I'm, I guess all that shit's happened. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, yeah, that's pretty much my week so far. I'll talk to you guys. We made it to episode 40. It's been fucking amazing. But yeah, again, if, if anybody knows of a 3D scanning 3D laser service here in Orlando or Florida in general, like the central area of Florida, let me know at uh, openmindindustries at gmail.com or hit us up at openmindindustries.com. Click on our um, you know, Instagram page or our fucking Twitter page. Hit me up through there and um, you know, let me know what's going on. Or if anybody knows of a cheap 3D scanner thing. I did use the fucking XYZ one, which I, I did sell when I bought the, you know, um, when uh, I had to get rid of the DaVinci 1.0, which I don't fucking regret at all. I don't regret not seeing that here anymore. I fucking hate that thing. Hated it. It's everything fucking... Uh, I'm hoping the guy I sold it to who seemed like a really nice... He was a really nice nerd. I, I, I mean, last time I've used Craigslist, obviously, but guy was really chill. He was really... He was just getting into 3D printing, and he just he wanted to get it for his first one. But he said he was going to totally fucking revamp it and put a new... He already had a motherboard for it and everything. If his own motherboard, he's going to program and everything. But he was pleased. He's going to fuck that printer up. Nobody's business, so... Um, yeah, I'm hoping he did well. I only sold it for, like, I think, 150 bucks. So... Was that 150? Yeah, 100, 100 and change. But he ended up getting a scanner with it, some filament. I ended up... A new bed. Fucking every, everything with it, man. So he was... The guy made out. He really made out. I real. I lost a lot of fucking money on that printer. I literally did. Like, the guys on the, even on the hub, the XYZ page were like, "Dude, you could have fucking sold me parts from that because they're not even selling them." I'm like, I know, I know. I was, I was just about to, and this guy hit me up, and he was like, he was dead fucking serious. Left me a, like an actual voicemail. Left me a call. Told me to call him back. I ended up calling him, getting in touch with him, and he was like, "Hey, man." He's like, "I'm well, a legit dude." Jude, I really want to, I can be over in your, your area in like a day, so he came over on a day, and he came up around, like, I think it was like, uh, but he came over, picked up, we ended up sitting outside for a good hour just talking about 3D printing, he was getting into it, uh, I gave him some filament and shit like that, we ended up talking, but he was pretty, pretty, pretty chill dude, so I'm hoping the printer's treating him well, so, um, in the long run, haven't heard anything from him for like a long fucking time, so I'm guessing everything's going okay, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm gonna sign off. Hope you guys are going to do well. Going to get back into the workout station, shit like that. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. And thanks, guys, for making the analytics go up a little more. I'm surprised how many fucking downloads we have. When I ramble about nothing, um, pretty soon I'm going to be having on a friend of mine, Ben Patton. Ben did his TED Talk uh, a while back. I think I put a link to his description. He said about two TED Talks. Um, he talks about companies and stuff like that, how he got motivated, what he does. Uh, he runs a... Um, he helps runs like HR departments and stuff like that, but he wanted to talk to him about how he got on all of that, what he kind of does with his, his chapters and stuff like that. Um, his TED talk was pretty good. It was about how he, um, building your, yourself up to do, um, your, your team and how a boss should be and stuff like that and how to keep yourself motivated at work and to keep your team motivated when you've got a goal or an idea in mind. It was pretty freaking good. It's cool to see him do a TED talk and stuff like that. And I'll be having Maurice on soon. Maurice just texted me the other day. I had to send him a Terminator, his Terminator tag to do part two of No Fate uh, soon. Uh, also, my mom will be on soon. She said yes. So we'll do an episode together. Um, she said she would. She'd sit down in front of the camera and stuff like that. She was pretty excited about that. And uh, my mom also wants me to interview somebody else, one of her friends, about maybe some home real estate on how you guys can get into it and stuff like that. So 
And I also have some friends at work that will be on the podcast soon that want to be on the podcast. Um, it's going to be a very geeky one. But like I said, you guys already know what the podcast is about and stuff like that. Mostly technology and just fun shit. I like to make people relax and have fun. Anyway, guys, keep an open mind. Have a wonderful night. Have a great rest of your week. I should be on later this week and uh, to fill some of this, you know, <laughs> megabytes up. Anyway, guys, keep an open mind. Have a great week.